0: was the season of Christmas, and our hosts were figuring out how best to give introduction to an honored goal guest. They thought and thought, and no ideas came. Every idea seemed pretty lame. So the guys checked everyone off their list and decided they should just be honest. See what I did there with that rhyme? That was me clapping my hands, big Christmas show. Here we go. Humbug. Now nah, I'm ready. I mean, who says humbug? Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, Derek uh, Russell, what, Sean Phillips. What is what is Steve? What is humbug, and why are you all anti this all of a sudden? Humbug is. Uh, I'm a humbug. Wikipedia. Uh, A person... I'm sorry, did you wiki humbug? That's a possibility. Okay. Refers to a person or item that tricks, deceives, talks, or behaves in a way that is deceptive, dishonest, false, or insincere. Often a hoax or in jest. So when Scrooge is saying, bah humbug, he's saying it's all just a bunch of hooey. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Okay. Hey, Steve Glosson. Who says "hooey" anymore? My point is this: what's the problem? Hooey. What's the problem? Are you not feeling hooey. this? Hooey, dewy hooey, And he is not a—that's what uh, a nephew of Scrooge McDuck. Okay, sure, sure, yeah. What is the uh, what's the deal, man? You not feeling this? Oh uh, no! Nah, I mean, when we start, I'll jump into it. I just ugh, Christmas tired of it. I'm tired of people saying there's a war on Christmas. Oh you need to shut up. Oh I'm tired of that too. You shut your mouth. I mean, come on. No, I'm just not f I'm just not in it this year. My yeah. heart's not in it. What's not? W- I don't know. Thanksgiving was late and yeah. And here we are and it's like what, twelve days till Christmas? Yeah. I, get, I mean it and has I feel like we should break into a song when I say that. It, yeah, it well, I feel like you should break into a song when you're like Thanksgiving was late. Sorry I'm late, guys. Mm. Um I, I know. I know. Started off mean. all super positive. Yeah, it snuck up on me. It, this whole thing has snuck up on me, and you know, it, it's just a weird. This is going to be a weird Christmas for us. Parents have moved, and there is going to be a whole new. I don't know. <clears throat> I just hadn't really been into it either. Well, maybe this will help. I don't know. I am not holding out a whole lot of hope, but I am not going to. You know, I am not going to not bring it just because. Well, the other day I had a germ of, German of an idea, germ, German idea. You had a German? I did have a German idea. Um, Are you watching The Sound of Music? Yeah. Uh, a <laughs> Uh No, I've never really watched all of The Sound of well, Music. don't start now. Okay. Uh, actually, I did make a Sound of Music reference the other day where I'm like, she was all wearing drapes. And I was like, nope, that's going with the wind. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe that was on the last episode. That of was Carol Outlaw. Burnett. Yeah. Uh, no, I was. I had a germ of an idea. And I never ran it past you because... I I don't know I you know me I or think a of germ of an idea yeah, okay. yeah yeah remember back in the day when they would have the networks would have those Christmas specials and they would just oh. kind of be like star studded spectaculars. I love it yeah. they don't do I mean they try to do those now but they're all like like Kelly Clarkson had one last night who yeah. cares yeah and Jennifer Nettles had one but she did not invite my brother who was her partner on the film. I felt, w- so watched that. a few minutes of that one yeah. it was weird um but. I was thinking, why don't we call some friends in and do that? Uh, like Damien and Hummerick and... I guess. Uh, well, we could... Mm, we could do that. We could do that, but I was thinking of some other friends. Uh, uh, your mom? Well, I mean, she could... Uh, okay, but your mom um, no like contractually obligated friends are you saying what I think you're saying well if you think I'm saying that we should call in the one person who's ever signed a contract to be our friend and dance with us in our underoos to the dulcet tones of Billy or old time rock and roll depending on the mood yeah you're thinking what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. Then we're, all, then we're on the same page. We're all synced up. Apple. I love this page. Apple. Yeah. What? Um, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. Is he? would he do it? Derek. He'd have to. Oh yeah, contractually obligated. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Yeah, and it's not like we've bothered him for a year. Uh no, we have not bothered him before. Um, Have you talked to him that's lately? Just, that's not really here. Or there. All right. Um, well, I'm calling him. I'm calling. But Brian I'm Austin On that Green. note, why don't you be the one to call him? I am. Him. That's fine. You I'm calling ahead. Brian Austin Green. I'm doing it, Derek. I'll be. I'll be over here. Tell him I said hi. I, you're going to talk to him.
1: I just, I'm just. Just say it first.
0: <sighs> okay. Here we go. Now finding their voice, the boys just couldn't sit. So they did it again, with the rolls slightly flipped. Alright, I'm good to go when you are. Okay, alright. What's wrong? Well, I don't know. It's I, I. We're supposed to be doing... I know this was my idea. I know Christmas show was all Steve, but I, t- I gotta tell you, dude. Not feeling it. But it's... It's Christmas. It's like your season. I know, I know, but it like know, for years it. I was so out of Christmas and then you kind of sucked me back into it. Well, and I had that effect on people, but it's just not this year. I'm just not, I, I, it's been warm around here, mm-hmm. um, just all the job changes and everything. It's just not, I don't know, everything's just weird. I don't really, I'm just not feeling things. I didn't. I didn't really get into it the other day, and I broke out the uh, the Muppet Babies stuffed animals from the McDonald's. Oh yeah, I saw that That, on the Tumblr or something. Yeah, I had to. I had to break those out, and then it felt a little bit more like Christmas. But I I, I get what you mean. It's. I think Thanksgiving fell late this year, and it was just kind of that. It sort of snuck up on us. It really, it really did. And I don't like. I never really decorate around my house or anything. I always did that. You know, at my old job, we'd have our big room just right. packed to the gills with Christmas lights and stuff. Right. And so, I hadn't really done that around here, and so you know, and hadn't really driven around and looked at Christmas lights and stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, look. You know, once we get going and once we get rolling, I'll ho 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 it up. Like, yeah, a, you'll put on the happy. Yeah, you know, I just right. I hate it because it's it, you, you hit stop and then it's just like oh god, just right back into the deep throes yeah, of depression just sad
2: all over <laughs> again
0: it's the dark holidays bring, bring me a figgy buddy uh, <laughs> let, yeah, let, let me tell you a figgy yeah let me tell you Figgy. you see you're getting a little happier though yeah, yeah but not about christmas about our well, own inside jokes we, well,
2: <laughs> we have a few of them <laughs>
0: what if we um I don't know. You used to love those old those old Christmas like TV specials, right? Oh man, any any TV special where there was like guest stars or Christmas music, yeah, I did love those. Like the like the Dean Martin and oh sure, sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. We could do that. We could do that on goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could call up some friends and just have like a real Christmas show. Oh, like you'd like like get some of the old shoe guys back, like Humrick and Robin. Maybe Kim. We could call her in. She's always Uh, been. You could go that direction. Mm -hmm. Or we could actually call some friends. You mean like Graham? I mean like contractually obligated people.
1: Oh.
0: Mm -hmm. where I'm going with this now. Like people who have to drop whatever they're doing. And And pretty much do anything we tell them to do. Is it tell them? Is it? It's, there's some gray area in the contract. I mean, well, I, dude, do you think he'd do it? We know Metallo. Hashtag. I guess we'll I hashtag that the, backwards. It goes on the front end. That's true. <laughs> you, think, uh, you think he'd do well, it? He kind of has to do it. Oh, man. Right? I mean, he, he loves us. I think he does. He has to. I mean, we haven't communicated with him in like a year. Article seven, he has to love us. He has to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's that's it was right before the deserted island article. That can we just be honest? He made a little weird. Well, I, he added the, the attorney added that. I'm good with it now. I I've mean, had a few, I've had a few years to get used to the idea. Well, I think we should call him. Had it not been for the fat off, I'd, or losing the fat off, I'd be okay with it too. But yeah, you know, was, good luck with that. It's the fat on. You want to you want to call him? Bib up, bib up, son. I just I'm, I, I called him last time. You call him. Okay, I'll, <clears throat> I'm kind of nervous. What if I? Just, what, like, what, what happens if if I call him and he's all like, "Who who is this?" Oh, we we just talked to him like ten minutes ago. Like, what if he gets mad and he's like,
2: "Who is this?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's not really his mo. I mean, he's just kind of laid back. That's true. That's he's true. got his mind on his money and his money on his mind. Yes, he does. And his mind will be on us momentarily because I'm calling him okay can do it things were in high gear now the ideas were flying if we said all of them were good well we would be lying then Steve with a joke said we need three intros not two let's do this last one like the end of scooby-doo. Okay, Steve. I don't know why you thought it'd be a good idea to spend Christmas in this haunted house. Well, I mean, it's look. I figure the second most celebrated holiday in America is Halloween, so combine so the two. Celebrated on the first. Well, sure. It combine it. Combine the two. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street. No, not Nightmare on Elm Street. What is that? What is that Christmas movie with the scary looking people by Tim Burton? Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, everyone loves a nightmare before Christmas. So I, I figure, don't love that movie at all, I figured, Steve. I figure like this could be our own personal spin-off. Well, this is really not my This is not going well. Well, look, we've seen the g- 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 Ghost, and I think we can I think this trap will work. I think we've got it set up good. It, we use the old We root... quickly turned into ghost hunters. That's right.
1: In this <laughs> Christmas house. Well, oh, I figured
0: look. With with our knowledge of Ghostbusters, command me, Lord, and our love of the game, Mousetrap, we've got this. We do both love Mousetrap. We do. I never really knew how to play it. I just like building the thing and watching the machine. I always messed it up. They, so, they make it a lot cheaper now. It's a moot point. Okay. So, when I don't I, know where you found a pewter ball that big <laughs> to fall and make the trap set, Well, it's, it's fine. When I hit this thing, uh-huh. our ghost is caught. You're going to see some serious... It's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we could laugh at this haunted house. It's kind of freaky, but it's time to figure out who that face in the window really is. Okay, okay. okay oh, I think I, that was a premature <laughs> hit, Derek. But was all it? right, yeah, well, it's going though now. No, I it's, it's I'm in the dark. I hit my foot. It's, no, the ball's rolling. Oh, is that what that is? The, the theater of the mind, Russell. It sounds a lot like that wheel spinning from that show we once did. <laughs> It's rolling downhill. Uh-huh. Or the stairs. <laughs> downstairs? Oh, downstairs. Yeah. I can... Yeah, it's rolling down the stairs. That's a word. Yeah. Oh, look, it knocked over that, that chest of drawers. Oh. That's the proper way to say it, right? It's this chest of drawers. Chest of drawers. Chester drawers. Chester, Chester. That's Did... Chester Cheetah's cousin. Anyhow, the point is it fell over and hit, that, hit the seesaw thing we'd set up. We're <laughs> so glad we could use our humor as a defense mechanism for being terrified. That's right. Well, and it lit the it lit the match, which lit the candle, which is now burning the rope. This is more fun than watching rope burn. As we wait. Yes. Almost there. I hope that guy's just going to sit there the whole time.
1: Loosen up!
0: We should probably be a lot quieter while we're doing this. Hey! <laughs> hey, don't move! Stay right where you are, weird face in the window. Okay, the rope's burned. The net's going to fall. Here we go. All right, we got him. Okay, thank God. It. Let's get to him. Thank God he's that still long enough. Let's get to him. Okay. This, we're, we'll run down the stairs to where he is. Let's find out. Oh. Those are weird stairs. Well, we were very fast. <laughs> Let's find out who the great beast of... Do you want to do the honors? Hazelhurst really is. Well I'm the Huh No What What? it's just No, after you. You've been hunting this thing for years. It's the face in your window. It started with you. It's our time. Down here. Okay, here we go. One. Yeah. Two. Three. Brian Austin's Austin Street! Creed. With the intros all finished, the guys just hoped they could use it. Now, all that's left to say is. Cue the music. <laughs> Well, it's Christmas time and on a very special episode of Geek Out Loud, Brian Austin Green joins us to talk about the holiday and just some other stuff that's going on in his life. We have a great time with him on this, your safe place to geek out. This is the Christmas edition of the Geek Out Loud podcast. Well, hello again, everyone, and Merry Christmas, and welcome to Geek Out Loud. My name is Steve Gawson. So glad to be along with you on this episode, your Christmas safe place to geek out. Derek was going to join us as we uh, get with Brian Austin Green in just a few minutes, but we want to say welcome to you and Merry Christmas. Now, this episode is really, really special. We uh, This is the prototype of what will hopefully be many to come Geek Out Loud Christmas specials. And uh, we thought, who better to have to kind of help us try to figure out how to do these things and maybe get something off the ground than a longtime friend of the show, uh, one Brian Austin Green. Brian, we've known since uh, his days on Sarah Connor, The Terminator. Wait, let me say the name of the show right. Terminator, The Sarah Connor Chronicles. He played Derek Reese, uh, brother of Kyle Reese, um, from those movies. And uh, what a what a great time we had getting to know Brian and having him on not only our show Skynex, but later he would appear as Metallo on Smallville, so we got to have him on Starkville House of L. And uh, and then he came on Geek Out Loud just to talk about Star Wars one time. Go check the archives about uh, for that at geekoutpodcast.com. And uh, what a good time we had talking with him on this particular interview. it had been a while since we've had a chance to speak with him. And uh, he talks about what's going on in his life A lot of neat stuff covered in this interview So I'm going to quit talking I'm going to say Merry Christmas Stick around after the interview Because I think you're going to enjoy What's coming uh, A new segment We're going to give you a new segment for Christmas That's our Christmas present to you So uh, without further ado Brian Austin Green Hey this is Brian Austin Green And
3: you're listening to Geek Out Loud, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm doing it again. How are you,
0: Steve? I'm good, man. How are you?
3: I'm good, man.
0: I'm good. It's good to talk to
3: you. Yeah, I know. It's been a long
0: time. It has been. It has been. Derek's here as well. He's just quiet. Hi.
3: How are you, pal?
0: I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm good. Excellent. Good hearing
3: from both of you. And you? How are things, man? What's going man? on? What are you guys? Are you guys still doing uh, shows, podcasts for shows? No, nah, we like, just car shows, or what are you guys doing <laughs> <about>? <laughs> How did this, How did this come back around? How? Uh... <laughs>
0: You thought you were done with us, but no, here we are. That's
3: what I thought I was out. (laughs) Look who decided to show. But
0: you're contractually obligated to show back up. (laughs) It's true.
3: I forgot. How many more of these do we have?
0: An eternity.
3: Oh, man. (laughs) No, do you guys like still live in different states and like never speak to each other, never see each other? That's true. That's
2: exactly.
3: Or is one living in the other's basement now, and it's like you guys are? It's like a fraternity. That's going on. Well, it wasn't
0: pathetic until we got Brian on it. That's (laughs) true.
3: Felt a whole lot better about myself
0: earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're still in we're still in separate states, and um. Just doing our thing, man. Just, you know.
3: How long has it been since you guys did a podcast? Uh, Last week. Last week? (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, we What? what, And what was it? What what was the podcast? What are you guys doing now?
0: Dude, you're on Geek Out Loud.
3: Oh, this is Geek Out Loud? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
0: So that's what we're doing here, and I... And and I called Derek the other day. I'm like, I want to do kind of a Christmas show, or get some guests on, and just kind of have a just a fun time, just chatting with people.
3: Just make it festive. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, yeah, we'll all wear like cotton <laughs> socks and. That's. <laughs> be fun. It's a fireside chat.
0: Yeah, like a yeah. fireside chat. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Dude. Absolutely, just have sleigh bells running through the background the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Have
0: that yule log burning on Netflix the whole time.
3: But you still got to have that sort of sci-fi edge to it. So if people play it backwards, there's like messages in the sleigh bells. <laughs> yes,
0: that's <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, the fire just spelled something. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: The f- did that sleigh bell just call me? <laughs> Oh well. Wow. <laughs>
0: well before we get officially started, um we, <laughs> Oh
3: we're not going yet. No we,
0: I have been recording just for the sake of posterity.
3: <laughs> but, I was hoping. Right, just to just to cover yourselves in case any lawsuits. That's right, that's um, right. Ensue, we do right.
0: We do try to be family friendly on this show. Oh, fine. Sorry. <laughs> screw screw that. Screw it. Okay. But but <laughs> But as, I, as as our you last, ep- yeah. Well, on our last episode, we did bleep some stuff, so we're good. Perfect. So so don't feel inhibited. Fill
3: it, fill it with a sleigh bell.
0: That's right. Oh, that's make awesome. It yes, that's a great. Any idea. Any of the
3: curses should be covered with sleigh bells. That's right. I actually
0: love that. Or that's... a
3: whip cracking and the sound of reindeer scampering. What?
0: <laughs> what sound do reindeer make?
3: It's a clopping like a horse <laughs> or something. Like okay. oh, I thought I was thinking like, a like running sound, uh, uh, like they're stealing something. Okay, sound.
0: I was I was thinking actually the actual sound of like the, that the animal would make, but I think it's just chewing. Okay,
3: so <laughs> almost any of you just have a sandwich. I don't know, and add a whip cracking over it. Well, let
0: me tell you something. It's not that far of a stretch for either one of us to have a sandwich. <laughs> so. <laughs> no. I, maybe it's like a tauntaun kind of thing,
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, when did reindeer start eating chips?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a really loud reindeer. These fries are so good. <laughs> Those sound
3: just like bugles, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he get combos?
2: <laughs>
0: Oh man! Oh, so it is so good to talk to you, dude. You're just uh,
3: you're you're a bundle of fun ends. tonight. Yeah. It just never ends. It's late, and I have kids, and so I'm delirious.
0: You do. You do have kids, yeah. and and Derek just informed me thanks to the paparazzi, note telling us that you've got another one on the way.
3: <laughs> yeah, I
2: do. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: All Congrats. the parts are working. I mean, I wasn't going there. I was just saying. <laughs> Yeah, all just, firing on all cylinders. You guys are just building a family. <laughs> yeah, so we have—I uh, have my oldest will be 12 in uh, in March.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Noah, our baby now is—he's uh, about 15 months, and then we have another due uh, top of next year.
0: Man, so you guys are going to be potty training and taking care of a newborn.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's. What do they call it? Irish twins, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Under two years. Uh so you know, it'll be cool for them. I mean they'll they'll get a lot of playing in and they'll have a good sort of active life together. Um but we'll be miserable. So yeah. you
2: know, whatever.
3: <laughs> it's all about the kids. It's all for the kids. So
0: Oh man. Well, um yeah. now are you guys are you, so you're too old on one end and too young on the other to have to deal with the Elf on the Shelf stuff, huh?
3: Um, well, no. I mean, we have the book. Yeah. We just downloaded the TV series. Oh, wow. The, 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 the special Elf yeah. on the Shelf. Yeah. Um, God, production value is fantastic, by the way. <laughs> um, think... Cutting edge. Cutting edge CG.
0: Are you being, like, uh, sarcastic? Animation. Yes. Okay,
2: I, can, I was going to say I can never. So, I
0: couldn't tell. I'm like, is he for real here?
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually prefer like the old school claymation. To, but it. Yes. Uh, you know, he has the, the or baby has the book also where you, it has like the corresponding pictures and you push them and the. Oh. It's Santa saying the same thing. You know, it's. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Do you it's guys fun. have holidays the holidays are
0: fun. Do you guys have
3: the little elf
0: that you know?
3: No, we didn't. It didn't come with an elf. I didn't. I. I, I obviously um, have not been paying enough attention to what I've been reading, my son, because I had no idea what the actual story was. I just let him push the buttons and make the sounds, and I was like, "Okay, sure. you done with this one?" And then you know, we'd move on to. Sure. I mean, kids at fifteen months, he. You're lucky to get through like, two pages.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. On to the next one. For, for the actual yeah. activities of having the elf in the house and doing all the stuff, he's, at, at that age, he's a little young. for. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's still, you know, it's just, it's hard enough keeping him from, like, pulling all the decorations off the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he doesn't. That I think next year will be a much better year for uh, Elf on the shelf.
0: Now in the in the Austin Green household, you guys um yeah. you guys go all out with the decorations or
3: you know what? We actually we minimized this okay. year. We used to go all out and it got to the point where it was like a really bad Christmas store.
2: Oh. So <laughs> this
3: year we slimmed down, we cut the fat, we went no nonsense. Um and the cleanup will be much easier. Okay, cool.
0: Now, do you do, you do the live tree, or, you, or you got a, got a prefab this tree? Is,
3: this is the first year where we did a fake tree. Okay. Last year we tried doing the, uh, the live trees that were in the pots, mm-hmm. um, and, and they just died in the house <laughs> because they're not, those trees weren't, you know, they, they, they're supposed to live outside. So you bring them in your house, and they just kind of suffocate, uh, apparently. These are. So I had to drag potted dead trees <laughs> out of the house instead of ones in stands.
0: So, so they yeah. have the they make trees in pots to like so that you can like transplant them, I guess, so that they don't.
3: I, you know what, I don't know what the ultimate goal is. I assume that you leave it in the pot and you bring the whole pot inside, and we decorated the the pot and you know to mm-hmm. the to the whole thing and had the tree in that, and then I was just going to take it outside afterwards, let it live and grow, if it would even do that in California. I don't know. I didn't think it through. I didn't think it through. Um, <laughs> think it through. <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm just fine, uh, Clark. So the tree, the tree died.
0: Okay. Griswold Family
3: Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, you. so we have a beautiful fake one now. Yeah. Um, it'll never die. It'll never die. And it's pre-lit. Oh, um, wow. And it actually looks pretty amazing, i got to say. Especially when you spray that, like, that new tree scent in the air. Oh. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty a, good it, stuff. It's a taxi and I don't have crab. to worry about it burning to the ground.
0: It's a taxi cra- cab air freshener, sir. Derek, jump in any time, buddy. You I'm know. just enjoying listening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs>
0: We got dead trees. Merry Christmas, we got everybody.
1: Dead, <laughs> we got dead trees.
0: I'm the guy in the old 70s special who's just sitting back there drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I'm, I'm the Santa Claus passed out on the
0: yeah. phone. Yeah. You, 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 you do your songs. I'll be over here. Hey guys, you have fun. Uh, Merry Christmas. Um,
3: <laughs> you mentioned... You guys see the movie The Ref?
0: No. Yes.
3: With Kevin Spacey and... Yes. Uh Dennis Leary. That was one of the greatest Santa Claus moments in that. The Santa that was at the that was going from party to party and like bringing presents to everyone and he ends up like completely wasted and drunk by the end and he's like pissing on the front porch and genius.
2: I've not he's seen that.
3: I've
0: not I stick with the I stick with the classics. i of course you know I've not even watched uh Christmas Vacation yet this year.
3: Which is usually I, my-
0: Early on in my holiday I, you rotation. You know
3: what? I vaguely remember Christmas Vacation as being okay.
0: <gasps> oh, wow. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of... Talk, talking hurt. to you guys.
3: That's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> No, You're just talking,
3: you're talking about bringing Tough the pot. In, you're talking about bringing. Apparently, the, I'm on the phone with the creators and executive producers <laughs> of Christmas Vacation. I'm,
0: I'm on the phone with National Lampoon himself.
3: What a weird name!
0: Right. He is very
2: upset.
3: Oh man, listen, I really liked the first one, and I thought European Vacation was funny. Um, <laughs> If that's any consolation.
2: No.
0: Mr. Lampoon, sir, <laughs> listen. Sorry. <laughs> Senior Lampoon. <sighs> Senior Lampoon.
3: <laughs> what now, so you... Elf on a Shelf. Yes. Man. That's where it's at. That's where it's that at. That is a great show. That's where
0: it's at. Okay. <laughs> well, you mentioned you you prefer the original Claymation. Do you have like some old favorite specials that used to come on, maybe, like when you were a kid or whatever that you did? Yeah, you the, Fro-
3: the Frosty the Snowman one. Um yeah. Rudolph, I mean those were I remember watching David and Goliath when I was a kid, oh wow, The Claymation series,
2: yeah, that
3: was great i mean that was that was a cool time in television where it was like simple and well, there were three channels there there were in in bigger cities there yeah, were
0: three. yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, if you lived kind of in the sticks you you'd depend on which way you pointed the antenna right you you That's may you get two, yeah
3: I remember i was I was talking to somebody about this not too long ago. I remember the first I guess it was kind of cable that came around. It was called on t v you guys remember that no either one of you, or was that actually before your time? Well, I, I think I'm older than you than both of you
0: I don't think you're much older than me,
3: No. so. I think I think I might be. Well, it well was, okay. it that was a box funny. with a with a tuner knob on it, like what was on a regular television. Yes, it was
0: yes, a big yes.
3: knob, and they and it on TV, and it had it had like six channels, and it was the most amazing thing in the world. And I remember like that was the first time I saw um, Jaws two, and they were they they played movies on it. It was really cool. That was kind of my first taste of it. But yeah, before that we had. Nothing.
0: I do I do remember that. I, we never had... Our family never got into the big cable thing. We'd be on and off with cable as it came around because my dad would be like, well, yeah, we'll pay for this. This is new and neat. Well, that's too much money to be paying for anything. and right. And we would cut it out. But we had, for years and years, we never had rabbit ears on our TV. Um, and, and that was always a foreign concept to me because what we did have was my father spent hours one time... Sticking this antenna up against our house, like up on the roof, this huge antenna, and it and there was, <laughs> and there was a cord that ran down into the TV, and there was a control box with, where you could just turn a dial to oh yeah to, yeah, east, to west it, of yes course. yes and and you would turn this huge dial on this control box that was linked to the antenna to go north south east west, and we would spend forty five minutes trying to get the picture just right. And because the thing would slowly turn this way, you know, it would slowly turn that way. It was.
3: But the conversations that you had with NASA afterwards. That's true. That's exactly.
0: Well, the conversations we had during the whole situation. No, don't. You turn it too far. Hey, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? It's Christmas. Come on. Make me a sandwich. (laughs) This is going to take all night. Exactly. You sound like like a reindeer. You sound like a
3: reindeer. (laughs) Give me the bugle. (laughs) (laughs) did you get it yet Uh. well now what
0: kind of what kind of traditions and and stuff any fun weird traditions you had growing up christmas wise
3: um traditions i my mom i mean my mom was a big house decorator and tree decorator um I, I mean, the biggest thing for me as a kid was just what it was the stuff that was in my stocking. That was, I mean, when, when Santa meant a lot to me,
2: mm-hmm.
3: that was during the perfect time when all of, like, the great Star Wars toys oh, were coming yeah. out,
2: mm-hmm.
3: all the figures and the, you know, the Death Star playset. Mm. And I had the Hoth battle set. And, yeah, and you I did. was getting all those guys with the lightsabers and the arms and all that stuff remember you'd push them up they yes. had a the little tab do i remember extend them out of the hand
0: yes i do You're yeah. sitting right yeah. next to steve right i now. mean i can turn in my right. chair I've
3: and still, look at i've them. still got mine yeah yeah me too i still have all, i still have luke's land speeder all mm. that stuff yeah um that was the coolest i think the the best christmas morning was because i would i could never sleep the night before mm-hmm. i would have the worst insomnia so i would like toss and turn in bed just waiting for christmas morning and I got up at, like, 4.30 one Christmas morning. (laughs) I was like, that was all I could take. It was morning enough. So I went running out into the living room, and there were a couple of stockings hanging up, so I went through one, and there was some Star Wars stuff, and then I went through the other because I just assumed... They were all you? (laughs) (laughs) Why would I not? You know? Everything. All of this stuff is for me. Um, And And then the other stocking, which... I found out later belonged to my mom. Mm. Was three hundred dollars cash. Oh wow! <laughs> and and uh, she should have gotten went up at I in my parents' house with three, three hundred dollar bills. Wow! Um, like, like I was rich. That, yeah. And so then my dad had to on Christmas morning break the news to me that I wasn't rich. That was that was um, your mom's. That the money wasn't mine.
0: Well, she should have gotten up at four thirty if she That's... wanted that.
3: I know, right? Well, she didn't know. She knew then. She She was happy.
0: (laughs) At some point, you just got to look at me like, guys, I'm Metallo. I don't know what your problem is.
3: You know what's really funny? I haven't spoken to you guys since the last Metallo uh, interview I did. Right. That was the last episode I did of that show. (laughs) I have a feeling I may not have been nice enough to have been asked
0: back. Well, wait, (laughs) the the show ended.
3: Well, no, they had another season after that. I mean, they did all the stuff with. uh, they brought in a whole bunch of characters after after my Metallo. Was died. that,
0: were you not in the 10th? I thought you were in the 10th no, season. No, they, nope. they mentioned Metallo in season 10. Yeah.
3: yeah, they were like, listen, just mention him because people want to know. But that dude went did a podcast and just ripped our second episode of him. Forget it. It didn't make any. Dance. It didn't make any damn sense. I'll I'll go to the gray feeling okay with that. But it probably wasn't the best way to keep that job.
0: I don't I don't know that we had really anyone from that show listening to us though. Not by that point. Mm-mm. Not by I'm that point.
3: I'm guessing that somebody did because my that that. Uh, that trailer door was locked. we don't <laughs> <laughs> I tried After I went to podcast. Vancouver
0: and tried to get in there.
3: Well, they didn't <laughs> we actually know how to post. I went and did all the makeup and hair, all the stuff, and they just wouldn't let me upset. they were like, "What are you wearing all that stuff
0: for? We actually and, don't post any of these to the internet. This is just for us so to go back and so get our own right. personal <laughs> this <laughs> is,
3: Oh, this is actually just christmas gifts that's <laughs> right that's right. exactly so right. What we are doing right now you, Brian, you know green screen
0: stits. we
3: that whole last season. Brian Austin Green still thinks people do podcasts. That's right. <laughs> so 2011. We've been recording him for years. He has no idea. <laughs> the zinger that's is the just like, you guys doing car shows now? You he, guys. Still think, he still thinks he's a DJ at he, West Beverly High. He's nuts. <laughs> Dude, I, Love I, was, that guy.
0: I was telling someone at work uh, this evening I, when Derek had got in touch and said, hey, did you see the email? He, we, we're going to do this tonight. I told someone at work. I'm like, well, I got to go. <laughs> and <laughs> and he's like, "What's up?" I'm like, "Well, I've got to go home." I, I was like, because <clears throat> I knew this is someone who Terminator wouldn't be in his wheelhouse, anger management wouldn't be in his wheelhouse. Small, I'm like, "Did you ever watch 90210 back in the day?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, uh, David Silver, Brian Austin Green. He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, no, "I'm going to be talking to him tonight," and he was <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing!" All right, we'll see you later. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is obviously That's let me ridiculous. ask you let me ask you this. I, maybe yeah. we've talked about that before. Uh is that something that like when people want to bring up that show, is that something that you're is that your Ice Ice baby or are you kinda of, like okay with that show or did
2: you say
0: I don't know how to ask that question without you know, potentially pissing you
3: off. And I don't know. <laughs> is that your hallmark she fought alone That's is that um <laughs> <laughs> is that your lifetime uh, best friend's betrayal to another friend yeah
0: well there's who, some
3: who who fought for her rights <laughs>
0: well there's um, there's some people who they do things that, that you know get real big the way that show did and and down the road they're like you know what I'm I'm over that let's not ever bring that up again
3: I'll say this it's not my personal ice ice baby mm-hmm. um I love. I'm sticking with that. I'm gonna keep referring to Ice Ice Baby because okay, it's fun. genius. <laughs> um, but it was a bit of my career's Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, it okay. was. It took. Um, it took a lot of uh, a lot of work to kind of get past it and get jobs going again.
2: Mm.
3: It was a tough one. That was that show. Something. Something about it was, it just, it stuck with people in such a heavy way. I, the other day, I went into a coffee shop down the street, and the guy behind the counter was, I go in there all the time, um, and the guy behind the counter was like, hey, man, I'm really sorry, this young, younger guy, yeah, I'm really sorry, I wrote David on your cup last, the other day, oh, and no. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's okay, people do that all the time, and he was like, I just really love that show, man, that character was awesome. Wow. I was like, well. I mean, the character wasn't wasn't awesome, but thank you, I appreciate it anyway. Um, but you know, so it's it's crazy. I don't. It's nothing that I'll ever completely comprehend because for us, you know, we were just shooting a show in like Van Nuys, California, the the porn capital of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, on warehouses, we were completely removed from the outside world when we were doing it so it was just a place that we drove for 10 years and you know we just shot ridiculous stuff and couldn't with the days to be over so we could go home and drink ourselves to happiness um
0: <laughs> so oh so it was, a, it was a good it was a good work environment then. <laughs> right it was great
3: <laughs> um we all got along but it was you know it was not an easy show sure. to do I mean it's it's hard when you pick up scripts and you read them and you go, "Man, I don't. How am I? How am I going to do this? Like how really? There's like a gang war almost happens at the Peach Pit after dark, but David Silver like squashes it. How is that? How? How? With, with the power of
0: words and music, man.
3: Right. I know the power. Right. <laughs> Dance. He felt it and he danced it, and it all went away. And it, I get it.
2: And it was good. It.
3: Right. So like it the one thing it did do was really prepare me for comedy.
2: Okay. Which is
3: um which you know, thank god. Um, that's been super helpful. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, it's you know, it's been a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Well, I in a lot of ways. Have
0: you know, the CW's done their version of an updated 90210. Right. Did that one episode of the podcast get you completely ostracized from the CW altogether? Has anyone reached out to you <laughs> and like, hey, let's no. re, let's re, let's <laughs> revive this character for an episode or two?
3: No, they they reached out when the show was first going. They reached out a bunch. Oh yeah, they they might have reached out to most of our cast. I think that was sort of their uh, their brainchild on the whole thing was, you know, let's bring the original cast in as much as we can. So we help with the crossover to the new cast. You know, we're not just introducing an entire new group of faces and trying to convince everybody that it is somehow related to
2: mm-hmm.
3: what they watched for 10 years. But I just couldn't. I, I I mean, at that point, I'd been, like, working so hard trying to do other things. Sure. And not, not be, not have David written on my coffee cup anymore.
2: Sure. You know?
0: Well, in, um, a, in A Strange Star Wars Connection, Matt Lanter is on that show, and he was the voice of Anakin Skywalker on the Clone Wars animated series as well. At really? The same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, huh. just to... Just Interesting. A, yeah. It, it means nothing, but, you know. No, it means a lot.
3: It, it's, it's like 83 degrees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like 83 degrees. So you mentioned you mentioned it prepared you for comedy, and I, I know that's kind of a snark, but you you 've been doing this anger management thing with Charlie Sheen yeah, how's that going for you
3: it's a pretty cool deal, yeah I gotta say i, I um, Charlie and I had like crossed paths a few times leading up to it, but I ended up doing the pilot episode of the show because the guy who created it, Bruce Helford, was the creator and executive producer of Freddie, the show I did with Freddie Prince Jr. Hmm. So he kind of had this character in mind, this guy that just was the absolute, he was the epitome of what you wouldn't want your ex to move on to, you know, and have around your kid and have around your life. Um, And for some reason people liked the guy (laughs) and so they wrote, they wrote me back in for a few more and then I got a call from him and was like, Hey, you want to come in and do, we have like 55 left. You want to come in and finish it out? And it just came at an amazing point where my wife and I found out that we had, we had another baby on the way and she had just, she was just finishing doing, um, Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. So it, it was one of those situations where it's like man i get i get to work with some really cool parley is one of the nicest guys i've ever met uh, aside from all the all the stuff that you read and all the you know the craziness and the things that have happened he's honestly one of the best people i've met he's com- he's so loyal he's loyal to a fault yeah. and it's one of those things where sometimes being around him you know you're you feel protective and you're like watching other people to make sure nobody's jumping in and taking advantage of him because he's done really well for himself and he wants to share it with everybody. You have to kind of keep reminding him like, listen, you don't need to share with anybody you you know you did this you you did well for yourself, you can just relax and enjoy it like you don't need to give it to anybody else
0: <clears throat> well do you think um
3: you,
0: just asking like, about just asking about him? You know, you talk about the stuff that went on. He really lashed out at CBS when all that stuff went down. Do you think that comes from maybe that loyalty to a fault, like he felt betrayed and it's like, no, look, that and that was kind of his natural reaction to some of the stuff that went down?
3: Yeah, I, okay. I think, you know, I think when you, um, when you feel like you've spent so much time like really being there and being a friend to people and being a family member to people and then... um when you're going through going through stuff like he was going through at Mm -hmm. that point, you know, and those people don't step up and support you and they're not still your family. Um, that's, that's a horrible situation. It's a horrible experience. I I, I wouldn't want to, I'm, I'm one of those people where like I create friendships with people and then I trust that they're real. And, if they ever need me for anything, I'm there, and if I need anything, that they'll be there. Writing it down. So, what? <laughs> Writing it down. <laughs> but here I am. Here, <laughs> here we are, like 19 years later, there doing you- another podcast. <laughs> Where All were you- because we were on an island, and I signed some sort of a contract <laughs> that I'd be back. And so here it is. There you go. There you
2: go.
3: Um. So but you're you're enjoying
0: you're enjoying anger management then. This is not I am. good.
3: I am. Yeah, it's a great job. And it's steady. I mean, you don't as a television as an actor in general, you don't you rarely get phone calls saying, "Hey, you want to come do like five seasons worth of a show guaranteed." You know, you'll have you have a steady job until the end of next year. Yeah. It's a really cool. I mean, you know, when we were doing um Sarah Connor, it was it seemed like episode to episode we were hanging on and hoping that we would get one more episode pick mm-hmm. up, or we would, you know, we get some sign of life, and and that was that was brutal because that show was so good. Yeah. So it. Well,
0: and people fought the good fight for that show. There's still people fighting really to, to somehow bring that show back. I mean, there's still fans that are just like, bring it back. Say they're still save the you know save the Terminator kind of thing.
3: Uh, I, I, I think one of the one of the positives, the upsides of it all, is that I feel like in a lot of ways we kind of went out on top. We did a we had a really cool season and a half where we had a lot of interesting story and a lot of cool things happen, and we left it with such a great setup if it would have continued and <clears throat> you know ending up in the tunnels in the war in the alternate timeline and John Connor being there and it was really. It was really smart, and there's there's nothing I look back on on that and feel like, boy, we really ran that idea into the ground, you know? And I run into people constantly. On almost every set I work on, I come across somebody that says it was one of their all-time favorite shows. They loved it.
0: Well, I, may, so, I maintained throughout the time we were doing the, the show about that show that it was one of the most well-written shows on TV at the time.
3: I think it was one of the most well-produced shows mm-hmm. also. Yeah. I, I see so many science fiction-based shows on television now, network shows, I mean, shows that have money behind them, and they just don't look and feel like our show did. Our show was... Our directors <sighs> made movies every week.
2: Yeah. You know, they
3: really they really played cinematically. And you watch a lot of the stuff now, and it's just not... They just don't have the same um, level of kind of care for what they're doing i guess i mean i don't know if you have that kind of money it seems like you would want all of that to be the best it can be but i see some cg on things and some just basic lighting on things for like, agents what of is, shield agents of why'd shield why'd you guys not make it look like you were on a sound stage like why i just saw the painted wall behind you guys like what is do something
0: you heard me elf on the shelf you were <laughs> <laughs> Get your crap together
3: <laughs> Get your crap together let,
0: Just real uh, uh, People will kill us if we don't talk a little bit about it Did anyone kind of let you in on This was kind of our idea for where we would have gone Had the show, had Sarah Connor got picked up or?
3: Oh yeah It was when Josh Friedman Came and I was talking about it before With you guys He came to me when he knew he was Killing Derek Reese
2: mm-hmm.
3: And he he like pulled me aside on set. We were in the middle of shooting and he pulled me aside and he was like, Hey so I, listen, I I gotta tell you something. I wanna be the one to tell you. Like, okay, well, this is, this sounds horrible. He's like, Yeah. So listen, we're killing Derek.
0: <laughs> in in the first five minutes of the finale, by the way. We're right. going, Yeah. I
3: was like, what? <laughs> like <laughs> like really? and I said to him, I said, dead like like dead, dead, like really dead and he was like, Yeah, yeah, no, really dead. Really dead, like shot in the forehead, dead. I was like, okay, thanks. Like, say, I'll, thanks I'll be for in my trailer. Telling me this. And he said, well, this is the cool part, is we're bringing him back. <laughs> I just said, what? I what just are you said talking dead, about? dead, John. Like, you've lost your mind. And then he pitched me the whole thing. He said, you know, we end up in the tunnels. And it was, it was this really cool idea where it, it would have given Lena, Hedy, a little more time just with life. So she didn't have to be in for every single scene of every single episode. Mm. You know, Sarah Connor would become a bit more, it would become more her chronicles. It would be her in the timeline that we knew sort of narrating and somehow still maintaining a connection with John um, in the timeline that we weren't familiar with and hadn't experienced. Uh, after the time jump, so you know, John Connor goes back and he jumps into a parallel time where Kyle Reese has never left. He's still alive. Derek's still alive. Um, they're the they're the leaders of the resistance. You know, and and John's uh, John's trying to find his way, and that is the thing that makes John Connor the John Connor that we all knew. Mm was working you know not stepping into something where everybody goes it's john and he's just magically like the coolest guy in the world that can save everything you know he fights his way up to it and through it and it would have been cool i mean it would have been really cool to uh to see yeah
0: well i i've been getting tweeted and emailed and facebooked about the fact that they're rebooting this whole terminator thing apparently and and they're talking tv shows and stuff. Have you heard anything about that stuff that's going down? I mean I've not heard, specifics of course, but I just are you have you heard that news?
3: Yeah, I I just I feel like I read that somewhere.
0: Um Yeah, I've just seen it in the past few days and and then and then my Twitter timeline blows up and we get emails in the inbox of are you guys going to bring that podcast back and all this stuff and I'm like I don't know Is it going to be good. <laughs>
3: Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't remember reading what network it was going to be on. Or um, I
0: think it's going to be Fox again. Who was involved. Really?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's kind of a slap in the face. Why? Why would they do that? Do they uh, just to the whole thing this time? I mean, that's such an odd... According that to that Variety, was, it was... They were the, they were the resistance... Yes. <laughs> I, mean, they were, I get it They were Skynet in that situation
0: According to Variety It's um Zach Stinson and Ashley Edward Miller That were on Sarah Connor that are,
3: that are doing it? That are doing it Wow I wonder if I'll begin to a call about that then
0: <laughs> Fingers crossed <laughs> Or fingers crossed
3: <laughs> <laughs> Well I don't I mean they're they are those two have become unbelievable writers what a what a cool situation for them Mm -hmm. they were really young young guys that hadn't done much of it um when they started writing on on sarah connor and james middleton was the one that kind of brought him in and it's like i know this i know these kids who are just they're a killer writing team and i mean they like what a career to go from to go from that show to writing like some of the biggest blockbusters that we had, it's crazy. Well, you, super talented guys.
0: Yeah, you you've since the last time we've talked. There's been a lot of junk go down. Um, pop, <laughs> pop culture wise, not with us, not with us, but just we're still just sitting in the basement. Yeah, but pop culture wise, and and you've got the geek band. You've been on the show before. We've talked Star Wars and all sorts of things. Have you? Have you been able to with having the family rolling and all this other stuff, kind of take in some of these superhero movies and everything that's been that have been coming yeah. down the pipe
3: i've taken I've taken in most of them yeah yeah um i i think my my favorite of the bunch recently was the Wolverine
0: oh yeah, really yeah, I haven't seen it. What? No, I have I just I, I wasn't able to get to the theater to see it. Was it
3: Oh, you can it's on it's on iTunes.
0: Well, it is now. I, and yeah. I haven't taken the time since it's come out to to really to really check it out. It, so it's good. Okay,
3: well you were just using it being in theaters as your excuse and so I figured out <laughs> it iTunes not realizing you would then sort of kind of backpedal and go, Oh, well, no, I mean, it really wasn't because of the theater. Well,
0: what happen- like, what happens is it. if I don't see one of these things on the big screen, a lot of times it wait like it's, it, it'll end up being some ungodly amount of time before I actually end up sitting down to watch them for whatever reason. Right. And we, I, I, I miss a
3: lot of them in the theater, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, iTunes is Apple TV is a blessing that way. Cause I, yeah. everything comes out there first. So we've, I've been watching a lot of them and that one was um that one was really well done and that to me was really sort of the first real taste of Wolverine just as a as a character and how uh just sort of the, the internal struggle and the torment that he always, you know, had and what made him the aggressive like superpower that he was it was really cool i mean when you have the director from Walk the Line mm-hmm. come in Oh, yeah and and direct it, you know he's he comes in as a as an actor's director so and Hugh Jackman is he you know he's an actor when you give him the opportunity to oh so. yeah i think i think it was a it was a good a good combination um the last iron man was it was okay oh yeah i it, was you know i i I liked it better than the second one, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's it's a tough it's a tough franchise.
0: Well, I I was watching it and I was in it, I was in it, I was in it, and then they did the big turn with the Mandarin uh right. with Ben Kingsley's character. That,
3: that so let me down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. And I and I was watching the rest like I know this isn't bad. I know it's not necessarily uh, not good, but I just can't enjoy it in and, it and, and that really that turn
3: turned me yeah. off to the rest of the movie. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the whole reveal of, like, you know, I'm just an actor, and I'm yeah. just playing it. It's like, no, you can't do that, because now now what do I have? No. Like you're, <laughs> ben Kingsley was one of the reasons that I was so excited about that yes. movie. Yeah, it was so good. And that turn happened halfway through.
1: Yep.
2: So
3: and he has the back half of that movie, if not more, it seems, of knowing he wasn't the Mandarin, mm-hmm. and then...
1: And it
0: was such okay, okay. a weird, it was such a weird play the way they found out and everything. Because I'm sitting there the whole time, I'm like, oh, he's just playing these guys. He's he didn't really. I'm sitting there watching the thing. I mean, like, he's not really an actor. He's just playing these guys, trying to throw them off his scent, and and then he's going to turn yeah, around no. and, and blow them up. But no, it, you kept saying that to the movie screen the whole rest I of did, the movie. Like, did, come I on, was... come on, you're not really. Come on. <laughs>
3: Right. Until until like his character is like making sandwiches for people and you're going, Oh man, he really isn't the Mandarin. He really isn't the
0: Mandarin. <laughs> he really yeah. does suck. Yeah. Oh. Well now Um well, I gotta I gotta ask you about Green Lantern.
3: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> man. You know when they talk about dodging bullets? <laughs> like, you know, like that's I mean would that not have been the perfect one for the the DJ from nine hundred two one zero to step I was, into going to really seal the deal? That would have ended up being your,
0: would, would have been writing Hal on your Starbucks cup. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one would have ended up being man. your ice ice baby.
3: That, that would have been yeah. That man did did it <laughs> fail?
0: Did it fail because a they terrible went terrible
3: movie? It was that was the perfect example of. Like, let's put the CG down. Let's put it down for a minute. Let's not get so excited about the fact that you can do anything you can think of. You know, give him... If his character's only wearing spandex, just put him in real spandex. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let's do something yeah. that's actually tangible, that you can reach out and touch in this movie. That's not. It was so so horrible it
0: was it was rough it was a tough sale and
3: oh so bad and, and i mean where there was no hint of that comic book character in that movie
0: no and at I, all i did think and Derek and i've talked about this i'm like i'm so glad brian didn't end up being the green lantern because of that. right but there's just a whole new universe now they're rebooting everything you could you could come around and, and do it up
3: i'm too old now
0: no oh, no come on am too
3: old i'm 40 40 years that's years old. Not, dude, I that's can't. not old. I'm almost 40. How old's Affleck? I don't know, man. Yeah, but Bruce Wayne is a different... Bruce Wayne is a cool character, man. Because he's... He, you know, he's like... Because he's not about having a superpower and playing that whole side of it, there's, there's a lot more room. I mean, Michael Keaton as the first Batman was... Seemed a little old to me initially, but you kind of get over it because it's all about the stuff he has anyway. You know, he knows some martial arts and he's he's good at fighting, but he has all the cool gadgets and stuff. I I will say I, I really liked Christian Bale. Oh yeah. Um, as uh, as Bruce and the Batman voice is always a <laughs> tricky one for me. Um. <laughs> But it was that was made up for in the last one because uh, Bane was <laughs> that made no sense to me at all. Let's I'm not like, stand on pretense, I know the dude's Mr. talking Austin, through a you? mask, but why is he in 5-1 and the rest of the actors <laughs> <laughs> are in the center speaker as they should be? Like, I, why is. I'm behind who, you now. <laughs>
2: now I'm yeah, on your
3: so that first bit on the plane, the whole intro, I was like, that's. That his voice isn't going to be like that through the whole thing is it
0: surprise it is yeah, yeah. oh well, we'll see
3: <laughs> what is oh man, that was the only that was that was a rough one for me
0: that movie was riddled with problems
3: yeah well the the biggest problem is that it came off of Dark night, I mean, you can't yeah. Yeah, that's almost an impossible movie to follow. Yeah,
0: up. that's yeah. A, that, that. I think that's going to end up being uh, Christopher Nolan's Ice Ice Baby, is The Dark Knight. I don't, yeah, you, you just—it's hard to top that. And
3: so, yeah, I, you know what? I liked Inception. Oh yeah, Inception. Was I love good. Inception. I thought Inception was a really cool movie. I thought it was really smart. I liked that whole end sequence where they uh, they had the different levels of what they were in, and the whole leave off with. Uh, Leo and the top spinning, and right before it was either going to fall or not, it went to black. You know, I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a that was a cool movie that way. But um, Dark Knight was just so, from start to finish, every frame of that movie was good. There wasn't anything in it, um, except well, yeah, I shouldn't say there wasn't anything, well. um, except for uh, th- there was a bit of um, oh, what's his name.
0: Uh Harvey Dent two face.
3: Harvey Dent, yeah. Yeah. There was a bit of him at the point when uh when he turned that bugged me. <laughs> I like <clears throat> even just CG wise where I was like, come oh. on.
0: Well, I feel like with that like That's I'll, what we get.
3: Yeah, I
2: always <laughs> I have to, someone this was movie's
3: so... so real, but then I have to see the guy where like literally one half of his suit is burnt
2: <laughs>
1: and he's still wearing
3: it and the his eyeballs hanging out on one side and that, you know, like, come
1: on. Well,
0: and I thought just from a, from a storytelling standpoint, that you should have left him for the third movie. That Absolutely. that he shouldn't have died. That there was, that, that movie was
3: oh, about 15
0: minutes off too off long. Too yeah. That, that, that movie was about 15 minutes too long. And, and I think Dark Knight Rises would have been a better movie dealing directly with the ramifications of Dark Knight and not jumping eight years ahead of time and you know having him do the howard hughes thing and all but right but uh you know it is what it is it is what
3: it is yeah what do you think of the avengers though is um, i think he's of the group he's been the absolute top as far as bringing that comic book world to life in in a real cinematic way Mm -hmm. in a smart way you know he's Writing them to death, and he's shooting them to death, and they're just—they're really cool. They're really fun movies to watch. This last Superman, I didn't like. Yeah, that seems. Man of Steel. It
0: seems like people either do not like Either loved it, it or hated yeah, it. Yeah, th- there's not really any middle ground with that one. But we I, we I tended to
3: enjoy it on this show. I I just didn't like it. I, I didn't. It wasn't. I got to the end of the film and I thought like. I mean at the point I got to say again my biggest pet peeve is that overuse of CG. Mm. At the point when like every building in the city is being knocked down during night there's the tension's gone. Like there's nothing there's no stakes anymore. You know? I mean we all watched the footage when the towers in New York fell and how devastating that was. But they were literally knocking down skyscrapers from one side of the street to the other while they're fighting. And it was just sort of nothing. I mean, we have, you know, this character, Superman, who's so he's so against a loss of life in any way at all. It's like, you mean to tell me there weren't thousands of people dying as every building fell? Like, what is... I don't know. It just there were a lot of problems for that in that movie for me.
0: what did you think of the Avengers?
3: I, I liked the Hulk in the yeah. Avengers. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the most redeeming characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bit at the end where he just like from left to right, just completely smashes Loki into the ground in the yeah. tower. That was genius. <laughs> I love that whole bit. <laughs> And I think Robert Downey Jr. is so great as Iron Man, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and I think that he really, I liked, I liked uh, Mark Ruffalo too. I thought he was really good. Yeah. Um, but that was one of those examples of like, okay, you can have all these superhero characters, but then when you put them all together and you see like what Robert Downey Jr. has created character-wise compared to the rest, it really stood out to me. Mm. You know, but there were no, again, in that one there were no stakes for me. At the point when the sky opened up and all the creatures were coming out, I didn't care. Like, I don't... Who's... Wait, so they're attacking, and then what is... What are they trying to do? So, wait, so they're going to take over, but... And the big ones came through, and then they just sort of killed them and, you know, dropped them in the street. And then they were just kind of shooting everyone. (laughs) Guys were kind of falling left and right. And then closed the hole, and it's over. Like, there wasn't any... There weren't any real stakes to mm-hmm. it. I didn't feel like there was a real possibility of the of civilization ending mm-hmm. in that film. Well, I mean,
0: I <clears throat> agree to disagree. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that movie, just as a... I just watched that movie, and I was just a kid again watching that movie. That's one of the few movies that I've watched in my adult life where I was just like, just amazed at what I was getting to see happen on the television, or on the the movie screen.
3: Have you watched it more than once?
0: Yes. And Uh, you
3: felt the same way the second time, or third time, or 20th time you've seen
0: it? I'll tell you what I'm always surprised by is, is the pacing of the movie. Because I always feel like I'm going to struggle through the first 20 minutes or so, that I just want to get to the big fight at the end. But I find myself really liking some of the beats that they have throughout. Because it feels like reading an old Marvel comic. To me, mm-hmm. um, it just has a classic Marvel comic feel to me. And, and, and growing up, having read those comics and just kind of immersing myself in that world as a kid, I think that's right. what it is. It's, it's just it's a comfortable thing to me. And it doesn't, it's, it's a thing where, to me, in a world where so many, so many times with these superhero movies, they feel like they have to deviate so much from the source material to try to make it palatable to general mm-hmm. audiences that that with a lot of these marvel movies they didn't do that they're like no nah, screw that we're just going to put a comic book up on screen and right. and and to see that to me is just what i enjoy about it um right. you know and i think that i really think that everyone they got in the character roles that they've got is you know from chris evans as captain america you know right on to robert downey jr's iron man i, I think that to me sells it as well is just these are the perfect people for these characters
3: I agree. I think their casting has been. I think their casting has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Jeremy Renner. Yeah. The, I mean, I like you know. I like the people that they've got, and I like what they're going for. I liked the Amazing Spider-Man.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I didn't love that that was their first choice of villains, per but, se. Yeah. But I liked the movie. I like the direction they're going. I like that they're going much more like you said in, in the comic vein. I mean, it's exact. That's exactly what Green Lantern needed to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And instead, with Green Lantern, it, they went more, I don't, like... They almost went... It, <sighs> like Daffy Duck. Like, it was a little more like... It was a little more like, like Jim Carrey's The Mask.
2: Mm-hmm. It was like,
3: yes, <laughs> you know, yes, yes. Where all of a sudden, he's, like, you know, turning... Turning like you know, creating big hammers and I'll smash this guy with it, and then he'll slide <laughs> through the wall, and then I'll catch him in a hot a wheels, butter glove, yeah. and then have my spaghetti pants run out as I you know. <laughs> it's a little p- like. <laughs> <laughs> so have I some know, bugles. You can make anything, but is spaghetti pants really the first choice?
0: Have, <laughs> have some bugles. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, let's talk about Magnolia Studios, man. Magnolia Sound. Oh yeah. What. How long have you been doing uh, this, it's, David Silver, DJ?
3: It's, it's a studio that I built when I was doing um, Wedding Band, Okay. The show, uh, yeah. the show for TBS. And, you know, we were recording all of this music um, for every episode. We were doing, like, two or three covers of songs. And I had had tons of equipment in storage from a studio that I had a while ago. So I thought, it, this is kind of a cool opportunity to pull it all out and dump the stuff that I don't like and get some new stuff and build a studio again. I've always liked having a studio um, because I'm always working in sound in some format or another, whether like producing music or um, doing sound for film or Mm -hmm. television. So we built this 5-1 room that's really cool, and we're getting – it's not open like to the public so we're not advertising it um it's just sort of a, a space that I use and then it's word of mouth friends that are using it
2: mm-hmm.
3: but we've had some really cool people working in there we're doing a lot of stuff with Disney and Nickelodeon and we've done some stuff for the Muppets and um uh John Legend is recorded had some people record some stuff for his albums in there and we've sort of had this cool little eclectic group that continue to use it so it's it's a fun it's a fun thing, and it's kind of you know an excuse for me to have uh, have all my equipment back together and be able to work on music when I want to
0: let me let me back you up on that uh, <laughs> that whole Muppet thing there because I'm going yeah. down the list here and I see the Muppets for the sequel here and um, yeah. yeah tell me more
3: <laughs> it's, we're doing I mean we're doing tons of voice work in there and music stuff, so it's you know we're kind of covering all of it that came about the guy that was doing all the music on wedding band Adam Schlesinger is his name he was uh, he's in the band uh, Fountains of Wayne mm-hmm. and, but he's been doing tons of music in television and film um, from he did Neil Patrick Harris's big musical number you know for the Tony's and, and all that stuff which he won an Emmy for uh, to he did some of the songs and the music in the last Ice Age movie, to he created that jingle for those Geico commercials where it's the two guys with the mandolin and the guitar. Oh,
0: nice.
3: He, that, he wrote just that little thing. But he, you know, they bring him out to set for the shooting of everyone to make sure the guys look like they're really playing, and he's, he's working nonstop on things. But, so that was how the Disney... And Nickelodeon thing kind of came about because he does tons of music and fun things for their stuff, and uh, the studio happens to be in an area in Burbank where a lot of those studios are, and they're always looking for extra rooms. and It's a really cool. It's a cool room.
0: It cool looks thing. awesome. It looks awesome. But yeah, I had. To yeah,
3: it's it. fun, and I actually have uh, two two of my old castmates from Wedding Band. They're doing. They do a podcast. They just started. Uh, Peter Camber and the girl who played his wife on the show, uh, Catherine Fiore. So they're going to start doing the podcast at the studio, and it's, it's cool. It's cool. you know, it's a cool setup. Harold Perrineau does music, and so he's going to use the room when he's working on his next album, and it's a cool thing. So You'd be th- surprised how many people would you know want to record in studios, and as soon as you tell them you have one like, oh, man, yeah, I've always actually, I have the thing I want to do, and yeah. everybody's got a thing that they need a studio for.
0: Well, let me, let me back you up here, because you mentioned the Muppets. You um. keep <laughs> <laughs> backing me up, man.
3: <laughs> and I'm moving
0: forward. I, I know you are. I know you are. Like lightning. You got So you're doing tracking and mixing, it says, for select songs. I'm looking at the list here as well. Do you have people coming in doing some vocals?
3: Yeah, doing voice stuff
0: now do they pup it up as they do this or they just no they don't oh
3: no just just voice stuff mainly the stuff that we've done for that has been uh musical stuff
2: Mm -hmm.
3: because they don't they don't do that live you know when they're shooting right so those will be all pre-recorded
0: yeah you'd kind of like this now in all your do you ever actually worked with muppets I'm not asking that as a stupid question. That's not a co- that's not a comedy thing. I'm not doing a bit right
3: now. I just have you ever wanted? Have you ever kissed a puppet? Have you? this, this is my question. This is. I mean, I, just... I have a puppet I really love. Is it wrong that?
0: Is your iPhone <laughs> wallpaper you and Miss Piggy? Yes. <laughs> no, it is because the idea of of people like when they're doing a, a whether either you know whether it's back in the day on the actual Muppet show or or in the 90s with Muppets tonight or even in in all these movies to me it's always like these people act right to the puppets they act you know and I've seen Jim Henson on you know like uh, on old shows where he would go and be interviewed and he's sitting there with Kermit the Frog. He's not a ventriloquist at all. And he's, mm-hmm. and he's talking as... And people are still just... They're talking to Kermit the Frog. And I'm just wondering, yeah. in, in, in your career, have you ever had the opportunity to you know be on a stage looking down and, and there are people no, underneath you? Oh. I haven't.
3: But I, but I know people that have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny. It's kind of the same thing with Sesame Street, too. People go, Sesame Street is all done, uh, I guess, in New Jersey. Um, and they have the the whole thing built out and it's the same kind of thing. It's like when you're on set and you're ready to go and the, and the puppets are there, it's, they don't ever break character or go from like, you know, it's the guy controlling Kermit who He stands up and Kermit's just attached to his hand, like a glove and he's eating a donut and like that doesn't happen. Mm. You know, he's not like eating a donut with Kermit's mouth yeah. and that whole thing. Right. Um, wiping his mouth on the back of <laughs> his head and you know, sure. cleaning it off sure so they they it's uh, it's sort of uh, it's it's sacred ground yeah. i I'd, I'd love to yeah I think it'd be awesome, I and mean, I would love to uh do something with the Muppets or I thought I really liked the last Muppet movie
0: yes, yeah, I loved it
3: I thought Jason Segel did such a good job yes. with that yeah. film and it was like you could tell he really loved muppet movies and studied them and wanted to make a real one mm-hmm. it's not like a guy that's relevant now kind of throwing one together it fits in with every other muppet movie you've ever seen yep the yep. comedy of it the characters the the way it moved the tone of it that all of it it was great and he he stuck to it also he played that character just as you know preppy as he as he could i thought it was
0: great so how do we get the three of us in
3: a room with Muppets? that's the
0: question <laughs> well my bucket list now comprises of three things to hold and play with a monkey to hold and play with a baby bear <laughs> wait
3: wait well you have to slow down okay so to hold and play with a monkey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and
0: what the second one is either to hold and play with a baby bear or to go see that bear that waves at you up in washington state um, and and then if you haven't seen that, you the need play to... play with the one that waves at you. Yeah, have you seen that thing on YouTube?
3: No. Oh, no. you
0: need to at some point YouTube waving bear. It'll it's <laughs> it's a, Sounds amazing. It is an eight second long clip, and it'll it'll own you. It is one of the greatest right, things it's ever. It's the
3: greatest eight seconds of your life. It really is. Um, right. And <laughs> whereas eight seconds normally only applies to bull riding. Yes. It yes. really. Right. Well, so on a scale, bull
0: riding to waving bear Well, truthfully, it's it's really okay, only playing about playing with a monkey, yeah. Seeing the waving bear, yeah, and now actually getting to do something with Muppets. With Muppets, yeah. So man, being in a room with Derek and Brian—that's an
3: amazing with Muppets. list. Muppets. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting stuff.
0: Well, it's very—it's a short list. It's a short list. I've lived a very continuous life. Packed. Yes. Let me let yes. me let me ask you this because you know, we we've, we've had you for about an hour. We need to let you go, but um. One time you were on here when when you and I were talking, we were talking some Star Wars and stuff, and you mentioned that between uh, you and your wife that there there was there was this competition: she with the Lord of the Rings, you with the Star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did Lord of the Rings end up winning out?
3: <sighs> yeah. yeah. I don't like that side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Married man. It's unfortunately it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I there is there is hope with JJ J. Abrams being in and oh. being a Star Wars fan that Star Wars can hit a high note again Yeah, you know yeah that that's I really hold out for that in the meantime I'm still building my own R2D2 oh um which is it's taking a lot of uh, a lot more time than I thought it would
0: well you know I got some friends looking into that with me after I went to like a Star Wars convention and I saw these guys with these life size R2 rolling I'm like I want to make one and, yeah. and that's it's oh, a I'm, lot of work man. I
3: have I have every single part and I've been I mean I'm I'm in this sort of painting stage but there's oh, still wow. things I'm cutting and filing but it's all aluminum uh, you know fully motorized and it's it's really something in life I never thought I would do um, do you know how but, cool you are Yes. Okay. All <laughs> right. Go. Just, just, <laughs> um, we, we were going to tell you. Good question. You <laughs> good question. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome. Um, so. Well,
2: look, uh, you've got a chance. But, but to...
3: I, but The Lord of the Rings is really, um, it's, it's such an incredibly well made franchise mm-hmm. and the story's so well told.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And Peter Jackson just, it, they were they were smart because they they found the guy that loved it, and they said, "Dude, you just do it. Yeah, do them all. You know, yeah. Do them all together." And the the fact that like you can watch the first three, and they're so, uh, it's all three make one big long movie. Yeah, they're seamless. You know? And they I think singless. like in Star Wars, it became so muddled, bringing in different people mm-hmm. and doing, uh, you know, Luke. Lucas was really on to it with the first one, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Um, and I liked the second two. I really liked. I mean, Empire Strikes Back is awesome. I think I honestly think that Return of the Jedi might be my favorite now at this point. But then the the formula changed. You know, Mm -hmm. it changed with the computer and it changed with the technology, and it became something different. And I loved the old school dirtiness of them.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: I loved the fact that you know. They they felt again textile that mm-hmm. way that they were in hallways doing stuff and it was it, it was great and I loved the characters and they were fun and the actors were having fun and, you know so it's it's a little heartbreaking to be because I'm I'm really a Star Wars fan yeah yeah and and there was and I was so excited even after the the first two to see um, Revenge of the Sith and mm-hmm. you know like. And I was heartbroken watching Anakin go through it, and it's like you knew what was going to happen, but you were still hoping on some level that it wouldn't, even though you knew that (laughs) no matter what, (laughs) he was going to end up being Vader, because I've already seen the three after it. That's
0: right, that's right.
3: But, you know, I was that invested in Mm -hmm. it. I really, if there was ever, I think if there was ever a franchise in history that was the most forgiving as far as the fans and, like, I mean, the, the Star Wars fans were really just, like, cutting themselves and bleeding for something great. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: they they were so forgiving of, like, okay, well, this wasn't great, but it's Star Wars, and I love it anyway. And so, you know, let's ride it out, and we're all going to be in line for the next one anyway. And it's going to – and I don't, I don't know of a franchise outside of that one that really – just holds holds the films and the and the story in such high regard as as now like Lord of the Rings does I yeah. mean these the, the Hobbit is I can't wait to go this weekend this year
0: oh really really so you yeah. like the first I did yeah
3: yeah that was alright it <laughs> I,
0: I I love I love the Lord of the Rings I love the stories I, I read the Hobbit years and years ago of course and, yeah and um and I was really looking forward to seeing, you know, the 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 Hobbit so much more a whimsical story. And I had no right. idea that Peter Jackson was going to throw in all of the stuff, all the extra stuff that when you read the books, The Lord of the Rings, you find out is going on at the time the Hobbit is going on. Right. And and so I had to get my mind around some of that to to really kind of. Well, it's all.
3: I mean, if you think of the first Lord of the Rings, if you think of the Fellowship there's so much to set up mm-hmm. that even that one, I kind of got to the end of Fellowship, and I was like, eh, okay. Yeah. But then as it's picking up, and you get into Two Towers, and then you get into Return of the King, you know, oh, man. it really, it really <laughs> finds its legs. And I think that The Hobbit's going to be the same thing. Yeah. I mean, there was so much there was so much just set up and everyone coming to Bilbo's house and
2: mm-hmm.
3: just, it's like, okay, get on with the adventure already. Like yeah. Singing their little what songs. What am I in for? You know. And then dishes. by the time it got to that, they got to the end, I was thinking, oh, I can't wait to see
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: what I, comes.
3: I'm, I'm and I know that this to. next one, I mean, this next one's got to start with a bang.
0: Yeah. Are right? you? It's, so you guys are going to go out and see it this weekend? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys, I mean, and, you know, not, not to... Not to talk about your personal life and stuff, but I mean, Megan's been kind of in at the at the forefront of a lot of geekdom type stuff. I mean, the turtles coming out is it? Oh, next which year? by
3: the way is so cool. Yeah, I, it's really. I don't know if you've seen any photos of the turtles. I've
0: seen one, and it was like hers, April, with one of the guys in a in a big trench coat walking behind
3: her. Oh no no no! I, there's You got to see the 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 actual turtles themselves, like the CG, and it's crazy. I have not seen any of that. It's it's a completely different level of what the turtles have ever been. They're six foot nine, hulking turtles Hmm. that are like (laughs) turtles that are intimidating to see. They're awesome. Wow! It's going to be really cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's gonna be a really fun film and uh I think they're looking at like August okay. of next year. Mm-hmm. So it's coming.
0: Oh wow. Well we'll be there. I mean I know. Anyway,
3: I'm... get back on to what you were saying. Well I'm <laughs> just <laughs> saying it's like you guys you were like... on something and then I cut well, it off no, to I mean, promote the
0: film. I, that's what I was trying to do is get you to promote that film a little bit, but you guys just kinda are right there, you know, whether it's her uh doing doing stuff like that or a couple of years ago the Transformer stuff or whatever the case may be, it's like you you guys kind of keep to your roots. And what I enjoy is the fact that, that this is stuff that I know that you guys really have truly in your lives enjoyed. You know, it's not just a job. And that's something else that, that I think a lot of people may not realize about you is there's a lot of times where you there's not much that you do just because it's a job. You know, and we know that from when we spoke about the last Smallville episode. You know, yeah. we, you were. You know, the, the reason you never got asked back. But um, well, I do. I do want to interject. I did not think, I'm but a, you, I'm a job you were.
2: Killer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Go on. You were in. You know, they they brought it back as a comic book for the eleventh season, and, and you were in there, and it was your likeness.
3: Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I
0: didn't do that? Yeah. Oh. That's oh cool. Yeah. Hold on. Check your email that's in awesome. a second. Check your email <laughs> in a second. But no. In in and the idea. That's cool. It is, it, yeah. Brian Q. Miller, who was one of the writers on the show, he he went ahead and did a season eleven in comic st- in a comic form, and they've been releasing them digitally and in print. But um, I just think it's cool that you know you're someone who who you'll look at something like, no, I'm not going to do this, and 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 you you kind of you keep it real, and so this stuff you know, whether it's, you know, for Megan, whether it's the, the Turtles or, or, or whatever the case may be, this stuff for you guys isn't just a job. It's like, yeah, we enjoy, and we, and we want to help make this stuff to be the best it can be. And, and I think that speaks
3: volumes Well, yeah, volumes. I mean, we're both true fans of, um, of entertainment,
2: mm-hmm. you know?
3: I mean, we're, we're real fans of music and film and television. I mean, she grew up with the Ninja Turtles and- so she, there was that part for her, that excitement of, I mean, she, her, some of her favorite films growing up were the last Ninja Turtle films. Yeah. You know, The Secret of the Ooze, and I mean, yeah. the ones you watch now, and they don't, they definitely don't stand up. Hey, you watch it. them now, and you go, <laughs> man, whatever, they were really good for them yeah and speaking They're of ice well. ice baby vanilla yeah, i was gonna say there's, this, your rap. there's your ninja
0: wrap there's right <laughs> your ninja wrap right there go exactly ninja, go ninja ninja
3: wrap it all up with that <laughs> um but so you know for her i mean that's a really cool yeah. like throwback geek moment to all of a sudden be have red hair and be playing april O'Neil, mm-hmm. and knowing like man there this is the complete reboot of this and I'm the, I'm the human that they follow and it's cool. Mm -hmm. It's cool stuff. And she doesn't take that for granted and it means a lot to her. And I, I felt the same way doing Sarah Connor. You know, I was a huge Terminator fan as a kid. And so there was just that, that held a lot for me. The the thought that I was hired to play a character with as iconic a last name as Reese
2: Mm -hmm. was
3: like that. That just meant something. And, you know, I, I love acting, so I don't feel like when I'm when I'm working on things that that I love, I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like I'm honestly getting paid to like go play, and do really fun stuff that that hopefully other people enjoy. And so when they do, it's cool. Well, now you know, cool experience. It was <clears throat> cool talking to you guys back when we were doing Sarah Connor Yeah, yeah, and hearing the excitement over it, and you know what's going to happen next. And it's like, man, this is it's really cool to be a part of.
0: Well, now you know that there are a lot of actors who are lobbying J.J. J. Abrams for parts in in the next Star Wars. Y- yeah, you should throw your hat sure. in the ring with that.
3: I I mean, I would love to be in in his Star Wars film. Right. I'd love to.
2: We're,
3: um, we'll make it happen. We're going to get on that. I don't. I you know. I don't know. I, I mean, I I would <laughs> honestly guess that knowing what a talented filmmaker he is and what a fan of the franchise he is i'm pretty sure he's already got everybody in mind for for what he wants to do um i, I would love i mean i i don't care who the character is i wouldn't say no to any of it just to <laughs> know just to say be you able were there that i was yeah. in a star wars film well you know that's what you're gonna
0: be, you're gonna be playing jar jar's son right hey
3: whatever well that's what
0: samuel l jackson said back you know when when they were first making the the prequels and everything he's like i'll put on a stormtrooper helmet you know i don't my face doesn't have to be on screen it's
3: that cool i I would um but i just i just want to see him do it justice Mm -hmm. i think he will yeah Uh, you know he's so he's so talented and i'm i've been a huge fan of his work for a while but Super Eight was one of those films that just oh, completely to me movie. I was like that's that's why I love this guy
0: super eight it's, is is the greatest eighties movie I've seen since the eighties it, it was is. oh it was so
3: good I've never seen such a great nod to like what made Spielberg great mm-hmm. and what made those movies and in that time period great he It was the performances that he got out of the kids and the characters and then what he created with the creature and the, like this the, the heart that was in the story at mm-hmm. the end and it was just so well done. It that was a complete movie. The bi- I got to the end of that and that was one of those like that's that's what movies are supposed to be.
0: And in a, and in it, a really geeky statement, uh, the guy who played the biology teacher in Gremlins was the guy yeah. who wrecked on the train track, and yeah. I, I just always feel like they're the same person. I, I just. <laughs> I'm like he survived that attack from that gremlin, and he went into uh, doing some stuff for the U.S. government.
3: <laughs> Steve
0: ties it all together.
3: I knew something was off about that. <laughs> That's what it
2: was.
0: And uh, like the gut of his chip
2: There you
0: go. Um, well, you mentioned Hobbit and Star uh, Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit, and Star Wars. What is there? Anything else you're excited for coming down the pipeline? Uh, 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 your baby, I guess, but
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of <laughs> little little life, Steve life Derek Green. Life has overtaken. Life has overtaken comics and all that. I'm excited for my RGB <laughs> too. That's yes. something I'm excited for.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to the birth of little Steve Derek Austin Green. Um, um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. Coming very soon. We're not
0: thinking. It could be Derek. I Steve
3: would Austin. if I were you guys. Just sit by your computer. Uh uh-huh. And I'm gonna get you pictures and all the information as soon as it's in. Don't do anything else. Just sit and wait. Okay. I've okay.
0: Done. Glad,
3: glad my schedule's clear. <laughs> I've
0: got I mean it's not like I've got a life, so yeah I can do yeah,
3: that. Yeah, no no no. That's it's gonna be coming so fast and those are the exact names that we chose and okay. I just want you to be the first <laughs> to see them. So I don't want you to do anything else. I want you to like really just take it easy.
0: Why? Why are you using while. the same tone of voice you were using when you were talking about how how well produced Elf on the Shelf was?
3: Right. No. I no. That's what. Yeah. I, Stop it. I'm just, oh. <laughs> Stop it. No way.
0: Oh man. Well, Brian, I, we've taken so much of your time, and you've been real generous with. It. I, I, it's so good to talk to you, dude.
3: It really is. It, you guys are fantastic. I. I honestly, I said it before, I felt like we became friends during everything else going on back then. And uh, it was really cool getting the email from you guys. And I'm glad you would even consider and want to talk to me for this long on uh, on a Thursday night. Well, so I, 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 I,
0: it. I think we make it a holiday tradition. We'll talk to you next Christmas. We'll talk to you next Christmas. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> the friends that just only talk at the holiday time. <laughs>
3: Oh, great. Or we'll just show up at your. What I've always wanted.
2: <laughs> no,
0: what's worse is we'll just show up. Hey, we need to use your studio.
3: Yeah. Hey. Like- <laughs> right. Oh. Hey, remember how you were saying how you love being generous?
0: <laughs> oh, I've got a fourth item for the bucket list. <laughs> Recording a geek out loud just to, re- in to record an studio. episode of Geek Out Loud at your studio.
3: Hey, just come into town. That's that's actually the easiest thing on the bucket list. Okay.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. I'm, headed, I'm headed that way.
3: I, I don't know if like working with the Muppets and all that will ever happen.
0: No, I don't either.
3: And or I Or mean- my child being named anywhere near the names I understand <laughs> that that you pitched. But I, I but you, pitch. you can do a podcast Anytime time you want.
0: I hear you. Right, we may way. hope maybe one day we'll be able to take you up on that, dude. That'd be awesome.
3: Yeah. Yeah, man. Set it up. Come out to LA, and uh, you're more than welcome. Awesome. That'll be fun. We'll we'll uh, we'll like shoot it with a camera, and will there be brunch? Nothing with
0: it. Will there be brunch? <laughs> 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 I'll
3: just and I'll I don't know. We'll eat food. We'll just Bro, go, we'll eat, brunch we'll is deal a deal breaker. I'll just I'll awesome. just
0: bring your I'll bring your coffee with David's name on it. How about that? <laughs> Sounds great. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: Hey, before you go, can I get you to do me a stupid favor? Yeah. Can I get you to record a bumper just to do a quick bumper? This is Brian Austin Green. You're listening to Geek Out Loud. Yeah, of course. All right. Just whenever you're ready.
3: Hey, this is Brian Austin Green, and you're listening to Geek Out Loud. And yeah, I'm 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 doing it again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that Damn okay? It. That's
0: that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh dude, it's good to talk to you, my friend.
3: Happy holidays, guys. You really thank good you, buddy.
0: You. We appreciate it.
3: And seriously, let me know if you guys honestly come up with put the plan together and you're gonna come to LA, you know. I'd love to meet up and let's for real do an episode in uh in the studio.
2: That'd
0: oh we'll, we'll I love it. it. And hey I emailed you those pictures. Oh. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Right, <laughs> <laughs> take care, man. Merry Christmas. All right, guys. Yeah, happy holidays. <laughs> And once again, a very special thank you to Brian Austin Green for coming on, spending some time with me and Derek, catching up with old friends, and having a good time. That's what the that's what the Christmas season is all about, right? Sure. Well, before we wrap up, I want to introduce you to a new segment uh, that we'll, we'll try to do every now and again on Geek Out Loud. It's a it's a it's a little se- you know what? There's no sense in setting this up other than just rolling right into the titles, ladies and gentlemen. The introduction of Bad Impersonations Theater. And now, Geek Out Loud presents a Bad Impersonation Theater reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas with characters Captain Jean-Luc Picard, Bob Dylan, Crispin Glover, Bane, and Cobra Commander. Come, number one. Come sit here with me as I tell you a Christmas story. It was the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. But it was here, number one. It was here! Sorry. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. He will be here, number one. He will be here. Sorry. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. Sugar plums? Really, children. Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. Threw up? You're probably sick from all the sugar plums, Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing. Hey! The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and a tiny reindeer with a little old driver so lively and quick I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. Hey! More rapid than eagles his coursers they came and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Hey you Dasher! now dancer now prancer and vixen on comet on cupid on donder and blitzen to the top of the porch to the top of the wall now dash away dash away dash away all hey as dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly when they meet with an obstacle, mount up to the sky. So up to the housetop, the coursers, they flew. With a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas, too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. Come in, I said, I'll give you shelter from the storm
1: His eyes, how they twinkled. I was a man. His dimples, how (laughs) merry. His cheeks were like roses. His nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. And his beard was as white, as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face, and a little round belly. That look, I'm sorry, that shook when he laughed, like a bowl full of jelly. He was a
0: chubby, and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself, Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. When I have something to dread,
1: then you have my permission to have Christmas? He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work,
0: Gotham. And he filled all the stockings, and turned with a jerk, Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing. And laying a finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, and to his team gave a whistle. And away they all flew, like the down of a thistle, Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight. Happy, Happy Christmas, Christmas to all! Christmas. And to, a- to all, a- a good night. night! Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader breathing. And with that, we wrap up this special Christmas edition of Geek Out Loud. From myself, from Derek, we wish you Merry Christmas. We hope to hear from you in 2014 as we approach the new year. You can get in touch with us by emailing us at geekoutonline at gmail.com, geekoutonline at gmail.com. We're on the Twitter, twitter.com slash geekoutloud, twitter.com slash geekoutloud. And uh, we're on the Facebook, facebook.com slash geekoutloud, facebook.com Slash Geek Out Loud. Don't forget to head over to iTunes. If you're not subscribed on iTunes, great way to catch all of the podcasts we do from Geek Out Loud. Know what I'm saying? Mark Out Loud, Steve Star Wars Corner, and leave us a review. We've got a little over 200 reviews. The more reviews we get, the more exposure we get, and the more exposure we get, uh, the more people know about us and get to kind of join in on the fun that we're having here on your safe place to geek out. We're also a proud, proud part of the Shot Glass Digital Radio Network. You can find it at shotglassdigitalradio.com, dot com. And there are some great shows over that way techno retro dads fictional frontiers black hawk talks for all you hockey fans bond cast for the james bond fan in us all and of course the flagship show with jimmy uh... jimmy mac and jason swank rebel force radio and they've got a ton of great star wars themed content uh... through the rebel force radio feed so head over to shotglassdigital.com and check it out a lot of interesting exciting stuff coming up for this show and others in 2014, so make sure you you hang with us. But from, from my heart of hearts, ladies and gentlemen, I really do. I hope you have a great Christmas and a happy new year and that you are able to spend the season with friends and family and loved ones. And hopefully this has brought you a smile, a little bit of joy. And if not, um, try us next time. We'll try to do better. <laughs> so for Derek Russell, I'm Steve Glosson. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud. Big Christmas show. Here we go. Bah humbug. All right. I mean, well, I'm sorry. Was that a bah humbug? It's a
1: cooked goose for it's everybody. A, yeah. I'm,
0: by the can we let me? Speaking of that, speaking of yeah. bah humbug and Ebenezer yeah. yeah. Scrooge. Yeah. I was thinking about this whole Christmas Carol thing the other night, and the, it, like the actual story. Yeah, the story. Okay. And it occurred to me mm-hmm. that I get home from work. Uh, my dead partner shows up in chains and tells right. me I'm going to be visited by three spirits in the night, right? I'm moving. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> but he thinks he's imagined it. No, I'm I don't care what, no, no, probably just a piece of bread or, <laughs> or okay, let's say I don't know why I did that like Sean Larry, let, Let's but... just, yeah. it was here, it was, let's, it wasn't <laughs> like, here. Patrick Stewart's actually done it before. That's true. He's done Dickens. Let's just say that. Okay, let's say I think it's the pizza that I ate, and I'm good mm-hmm. to go. Um, and it's it's Buck. Right. And I'm it's just thinking Buck that shows up it, on the door. Knob. It's just Buck being stupid. Yeah. And <clears throat> hey, and <laughs> the Bob Dylan boys. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> let's. But then let's say I'm awakened in the night by the ghost of Christmas past. Right And he's like I'm the ghost of Christmas past I'm like No you're not And I'm out I'm gone You <laughs> don't think they're just gonna follow you? He's like Come with me and see your past I'm like Nope I'm out Did you see the Jim Carrey one? Uh, no Jim Carrey I never did, did either The animated one. Oh yeah 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 No From I never Like 08 or 09 Was that a TV thingy? No it was a movie oh. I think Robert Zemeckis directed it I didn't I don't guess I saw that it was all stop motion, like Polar Express. Oh, well, Polar, was Polar Express stop motion or motion capture? Motion capture. Yeah, stop motion is like claymation. Yeah, I know, I know. And this is why I hate Christmas, being corrected. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you get corrected <laughs> on Christmas all the time.
2: Can't would keep
0: a straight face.
2: <laughs>
0: uh. Okay, we'll start over now. I was just... <laughs> my dead partner shows up My door, I'm moving, I'm out. Screw that. See ya. Is he gone? I don't I don't know. Yeah, okay, he's gone now. Okay. Oh man, well that you didn't talk. I was so nervous. You, why didn't you talk? I don't know. Every time I started to talk, you said something else, and I just kind of backed in my corner. Well, I wasn't trying to take up no. All the I know you didn't. It was just like like you would say, like I could tell you were waiting on me, and I would my my voice would crack, what? and I'd be like, "Hi," <laughs> and then you would just you would do it so beautifully, and I was like, "Steve's got this. I'm just gonna sit over here and listen." He wants us to come record in the studio. Like, he wants. us I don't to want come to say record. he wants us to, but he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> what you gotta plan a trip for us to la uh, I, I mean i kind of think we have to now uh, i think it's imperative i think it's one of those things so um all right let me stop this
2: recording